0: Hello, and welcome back to the Branching Path Podcast. It's been quite some time. I am your host, Kyle, joined by my loyal co-host, the famous dick-munching clit licker, John. John, how are you today?
1: <laughs> this is why we have to mark our podcast as explicit. I hope you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: just for that. The rest of it's PG. Yeah.
1: <laughs> just, just that one. Uh, I'm good. How are you?
0: No, I'm not bad at all. It's, uh, it's been an Elden Ring filled a couple of months. Genuinely, it's been like a lot of my time. I know you've kind of taken a break for a while now, but um, if anybody was curious, that's really going to be the focus of today's pod. Is our big Elden Ring deep dive because we've we've played lots of it and we have many many opinions. Um, so why don't we just start out with uh our our bona fides quickly so kind of how long you've played the game have you beat the game kind of what builds you ended up playing it with that kind of thing and then we'll get into our overall thoughts that sound good sounds good cool um i'll start so i started the game with uh well i started as a gosh i forget what they call them again the wretch of this game or is wretch what they're called in this game
1: oh shit uh, yeah, I, I, think it's, yeah, I think it's Wretch <laughs> it,
0: it was deprived before anyways the Wretch the one that has basically no items a shitty club and 10 stats all around which genuinely yeah. was actually quite hard I found in this game especially it being brand new and me having no idea where anything was it, it took me quite a while to really get going I actually don't know that I'd recommend that to any new players to be totally honest I would have preferred I'd started as a class with a little bit more utility and a bit of a bigger kit I think I would have had more fun off the hop. Um, okay. Uh, especially because I went I went sorcerer, and I ended up taking forever to find any half-decent sorceries. Um, and then I the first one I found ended up having a pretty high arcane requirement, so I assumed most sorceries were going to have an arcane requirement. So I pumped a bunch of arcane early on for that one spell, which sucked asshole, by the way. And then I was just... You know, my levels were all over the place. My spells sucked. I actually ended up respeccing that character into a strength character. Um, I, I was enjoying myself. I got to Radon. I found that fight just awful with the strength character. I beat him. But then right after I beat him, despite that victory, I was like, fuck it. I'm going to make a new character. I'm going to do sorcerer right this time. And so sorcerer is what I ended up like beating the game with. I did a I did a moonveil katana run, so I can already hear some of you in the comments saying, okay, you <laughs> didn't really beat the game, you played it on easy mode, which is true. Moonveil's fucking super OP, uh, but a really fun weapon to use, anyways. Um, had a lot more fun with the Sorcerer for this time around, especially with a good melee option. For me, that's always important with the Souls games that I have a weapon I do like I can rely on. It doesn't have to be a spell thing, and the spells are always kind of my my supplement as opposed to my my main. Uh, toolkit item but beat the game with I think about a hundred hours on the clock. I, um, I beat all the like trophy worthy bosses except for that one dragon that's hidden in uh, crumbling Faru Missoula or whatever it's called. Uh, I beat millennia so fuck you all the haters. And, uh, yeah, I had a really good time. We'll we'll talk in detail soon. I did make another character not too long ago. Actually, probably last week I started this one, which is a quality character. Because there are so many weapons in this game that I just really didn't get to use, I figured quality would be a good way to see more. Um, And right now I'm running a dual-wield Greatsword build, which has been a shit ton of fun. I forgot that... If you have two of the same weapon class, so you know straight sword or, or you know straight sword, great sword, ultra great sword. If you put one in each hand, you have a new move set with the L1 uh, combo, and it's just fucking great. There's just so much variety, but the the two hand uh, great sword has been a ton of fun. And uh, I also made just yesterday or two days ago, no, it was yesterday, um, a character that's planned to be my kind of faith dragon magic type. Type build, so we'll see where that hmm. ends up going. I've got more to say it's on weird. the kind of replayability of this game later on, um, but yeah, John, what did you end up uh, beating the game as? What was your your class or so?
1: So I have two characters. Um, I beat the the game the first time, well, the only time. I haven't finished the other one yet, but I beat the game uh, as a. Um, he ended up as a magic melee using this game's version of the Moonlight Greatsword. Oh yeah, um, but for. of my playthrough, I was basically pure magic with uh, uh, in-scaling sword as my melee backup. Okay. Um, I enjoyed the hell out of it. Uh, Unlike your experience, I found Wretch pretty easy because I farmed um, the uh, Godric Knights like right away and got a full set.
0: Oh, nice. Okay.
1: Um, And I ended up getting their sword, which carried me for a while. I also got lucky and I ran into Selen almost right away. Did you really? Yeah. See, I
0: didn't (laughs) find... I had to look her up.
1: When I when I ran into her and I saw she sold, um, I think she's the one who sold the, because uh, I, I found the first scroll and then she was selling the um, magic sword, like yeah, the early yeah. magic sword. Yep. And that was my main weapon for most of the game.
0: That's crazy. So so that actually carried you most of the game, eh?
1: Yeah. So unlike uh, um, Dark Souls 3 where Carrion, uh, what was, it wasn't called Carrion there, whatever like, the magic I, no, sword I, I think it was
0: like, I think it was like the Carrion Flash Sword or something. Oh, and Flash Sword. Oh, Farron, yeah, you're right,
1: you're right, you're right. That's it. Uh, so yeah, and Flash Sword in there felt... It was doable, but it felt pretty weak, but it felt like a real contender in Elden Ring. It it, it was good the whole time. Yeah, the, the scaling was just good. Eh? That's, that's good to know. And then when I got the Great Sword version, and later on there was... Um, the Ice Sword version? Other weapon variations. Yeah, that one was really that one, cool. Yeah, and there that was a big great. hammer. That yeah, really the, hammer is, the hammer is sick.
0: I know, uh, you know what? The, the game does a really good job of giving you some... Um, variability with those kind of magic weapons this around which i thought was really cool so did you did you use the hammer it, too it felt
1: yep i used I, so my my entire kit was pretty much uh magic weapon variations Sick. that's awesome um yeah, yeah it felt really doable the whole time um i had uh when, when i figured out what comet azure was capable of i used that for a little bit <laughs> Yeah, I know. <laughs> With like, the uh, infinite MP potion, yep. I was like, Jesus Christ! <laughs> it, it's like
0: it's too good not to exploit once or twice. It, it, it's definitely there are tons of bosses it just isn't going to work on, um, but there oh, are yeah. there are cases where it absolutely trivializes uh, something.
1: <laughs> any any slow walker who is Who's too <laughs> manly to dodge gets yeah. gets just blown away. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, it was it was it was a lot of fun. There was some frustration for sure because. Um, early on I, I didn't i was playing it like dark souls right and the the soft caps are so much higher here
0: yeah they're much much higher well because i remember i was thinking back to some of our early text messages and you were talking about or you were i think frustrated with the boss and you're like i've got like 25 vigor or 20 vigor and i'm like getting one shot what is this bullshit and now i'm like yeah, but I, I went up to <laughs> i
1: went up to 40 also
0: yeah i went up to 60 so <laughs>
1: Jesus. <laughs> yeah.
0: So it, I think it's. it's um, I think it hard cap at at uh, sixty. So, yeah, it is sixty. So, anyways. Okay. Yep. Yeah. If you if you yeah, a, did you fight millennia at all? I think you said you didn't ever go to her, right?
1: No. So I had probably seventy hours on my first guy, and I completely missed that area because I was by the end of it, I wanted to finish. Like I was kind of. Well, we'll get into this later, but my soul's fatigue did unfortunately carry over to this game.
0: Yeah, yeah, I, we're um, gonna. I have a note about soul's fatigue, so we'll talk about that. Okay, cool. Um, so you did beat the game though with that character. Did you end up making yep. any others at all?
1: Uh, so before we move on to that though, I did end up respecing into that heavy oh, yes. melee um, setup because I, I just even at forty vigor with pretty decent medium armor it was it was ones and two shots all over the place mm-hmm. so I, I ended up respecting to um uh, i think it was in like 50 vigor plus a lot of endurance so i could wear the tree guardian set whatever it was called yep and then the moonlight sword and it was it was a joke i got through the final boss easily oh really that's eh? <laughs> a big difference yeah yeah it took me maybe three attempts with that setup uh, just because oh, i had to man. relearn yeah um, last boss is a bitch man hammer row. Yeah, he was, he was tough. He's a bitch. Well, the 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 well, spoilers. I'm going to name the bosses here. So. Oh yeah, no, let's
0: no let's here. yeah let's make a quick point. of this is full spoiler cast, basically at this point on, yeah, we could talk
1: about anything. So. Yeah. Okay, go for it. Uh, so so Radigan and the Elden Beast. Um, Radigan I found very like really hard, and the Elden Beast I found pretty easy. Um, the the almost undodgeable. Or seemingly on like, like it seems like at least one of those damage that
0: orb will hit you. that follows you. Yeah. Yeah, the one that shoots the little mini orbs at you as it follows you, and
1: F- for way too long. For way too
0: <laughs> long, you will get hit. There's just like yeah, that one. That's a weird, weird move. Other agri, Otherwise, I find the Elden Beast okay. That move fucks yeah. with me. Um, and Radagon. Yeah, that guy just fucking has my number, man. He downloaded me over and over again. He's tough.
1: Yeah, he was. He was brutal. Uh, I fought a lot of the bosses without. Uh, any spirits, but I definitely needed a spirit to get through him. Yes, yeah. um, and I, I use spirits pretty freely because it's a, it's a new mechanic, and you know, fuck it.
0: Yeah, me too. I, um, I was I was pretty unabashed in my in my mimic tearing um, in the late game. We'll talk we'll talk about that too. I've got lots to say about the spirits. Well, I've got something to say definitely. about the spirits. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so uh, my second character, I ended up making a, a faith guy who is uh, pure faith powered using. Um, faith scaling weapons with um, a fire theme, and he's he's a fucking monster. He oh, can yeah. stagger anything. Oh, cool. Um, he's he's very strong. He's very survivable, and I've done the majority of bosses with no spirits on him pretty oh, nice. easily. Okay, cool. Um, uh, there, I ran into uh, Moog, though, who was just... He was a wall for me. <laughs> oh, that's, that's um, that character that you were fighting him with. Okay. Yeah, and, and part of the problem is my guy's theme is... Uh, fire and I think Moog resists fire to a, yeah, a nice degree. So probably what uh, what level um, is this character? Uh, one fourteen, I think. Yeah. Okay.
0: Mo, I think Moog is meant to be like one of the last bosses that you fight in the game, right? So,
1: and this is uh, another thing too, and I'm gonna uh, I might as well mention it now. Um, I, I still wish there was a level cap. Because I would like to know that I'm done with that part, and yep. that I have all the available or all the available stats to distribute, and I know like I've I've reached the peak. The rest is about equipment and upgrades, and and just and build the yeah. get good portion of this. Sure, right? sure. But I have it's. I hate that. I don't know if one. I don't know how good 114 is versus the the curve of this game. You know what I mean? Yeah. My my impression... 120 felt like enough in the souls games easily, but here it seems like. What should should be 150? Do I need yeah. more vigor? Yeah, like, <laughs> I was gonna say. My, my
0: impression is 150 seems to be what the community has kind of dubbed the the end game level, where you more okay. or less have have meet, like it, I mean basically to me, it's when you've met all of the soft or hard caps of the relevant stats that you need, right? And that includes vigor for every class, in my opinion, in this game. I think that the Definitely. intention the intention was that regardless of what your playstyle is, you will have max out or or at least soft capped vigor. Um, for every class, because that's, it just seems like... Unless you do that, you're going to get one shot by tons, especially late-game bosses, you're going to get one shot by tons of stuff. Um, right. But I know what you mean. So on, on the topic... Let, let's actually come back to that story. I'm going to kind of take us back before we get some nitty-gritty nitty, nitty gritty here. Let's do okay. a quick kind of overall impressions slash like overall opinion of the game, and then we'll get into the the nitty-gritty. So I'll, I'll start with mine if that's okay, John. Go for it. So I, I think on the whole... Elden Ring is like a special beast all its own. It really... It met all of my expectations, exceeded many more. I think it's a really amazing game. And I think it's a pretty like zeitgeist-shifting game as well. Very Breath of the Wild-y in that sense. I, to me, it almost like... Breath of the Wild was almost like a proof of concept, but it was missing a lot. And then Elden Ring was like, let's kind of take that mentality of this huge, limitless open world and really take the guardrails off and let you do whatever you want um, but also incentivize you exploring that world and I think it really capitalized on that um, I'm just going to say mentality again or that uh, like design ethos and, and just did an excellent, excellent job creating a really special open world um, the, the game coming out I feel like actually made my life otherwise worse because all I fucking wanted to do was continue and see what was around the next corner like I was sleeping less I was all my other hobbies suffered like yeah it was it was crazy I actually when I finished it it's funny because I love the game obviously I had a really good time with it and I do have my gripes of course but when I was finished with my first playthrough there I kind of had like this load off feeling where I was like oh my god I'm finally free like (laughs) I get to have my life back again (laughs) Which is a weird, yeah, because it was it was almost it's, it's it was almost a negative in some ways, how how much, kind of time the game demanded of me, um, but obviously like I, I mean that as, as kind of a backhanded compliment. It, it, it's really great, and the reason that I kept wanting to go back to it was because it was so, so good in so many ways. Um, yeah. Anyways, I think overall a huge success. I think that they did what they set out to do. I've got overall very very positive feelings toward the game. Um, my soul's fatigue, kind of taken out of that assessment, though, um, and we'll we'll get right. we'll get to that in a bit. Um, what about you, John? buddy how did you feel about the game as a whole?
1: So, like you, I'm going to take the the fatigue out of this. The fatigue for me is is about like the core gameplay slash mm-hmm. death loop in these yep. games, yep. which has just it's graded on me over the years more and more. But separate from that, this is probably. The most fun I've ever had in the game, exploring a world. Yep. Um, it it blew my fucking mind. The scale. The first time you go down the deep wells down into nokron or whatever that area mm-hmm. is called, mm-hmm. and you see. How, I mean, they're just hiding a load screen because you know that's how these things work. But it. it the, what the way they communicate how big this stuff is, or the way they use that to communicate that, and then you see the the uh, loading elevator geometry fade away and you get to see just how high up you are still yep and it's like oh, there's a whole fucking world under the giant world <laughs> <laughs> i know and then you think you think to yourself okay i've
0: explored the entire world under the giant world and then you find like four other of those wells and you're like oh my god there's, a there's whole, more <laughs> there's an interconnected world underneath the giant world
2: oh it, and it blew just, my fucking
1: mind i know I, I just had i had so much fun um so, so separate from the the mechanical gripes I have with these kinds of games lately, um, that part was fucking phenomenal. Uh, I just the world was amazing, and it seemed to maintain its quality the whole time. I I, would uh, I will agree say with there, that there are some weaker spots. Yeah, um, yeah, that we'll point out uh, a little later for sure. Um, but yeah, overall, there just like you said, there how it kind of ruined your life a bit. <laughs> um, <laughs> There, there was that, that constant, like, yeah, I want to see more. I'm going to keep playing. This is going to be like a 16-hour marathon day because yep. I just can't put
0: the I controller can't down. I can fucking stop. <laughs> I, I was thinking to myself when I was playing it, like, if a game like this was released on a monthly basis, I'd have to, like, stop. I'd have to have oh, the yeah. willpower to not get the next of whatever that game was because I couldn't do that in also live my life. I, I just... <laughs> this is a this is a once every couple of years maybe I can I can you know convince the people in my life to put up with this for a little bit <laughs> and me right, but if this was... yeah just, I'm, if, I'm
1: already I'm already a binge gamer like yeah. I, I I dive into these things for a long period of time like, or, like uh, yeah when you're in it you're in it right yeah
0: you're gonna fucking yeah. pump out those long days until it's done.
1: Yeah, I want. I want to get through it. I want to see these stories. Like when I play replayed FF Seven, you know, it was it was very much like that because I want to keep the story. It's like reading a good book. I don't want to put it down for a week and forget where I was.
0: Yeah, yeah. No, I, I actually read a really cool article a while ago on on the to- or on the topic of binging, and it was just arguing that binging is like the best way to experience any story, because everything's fresh all the time, right?
1: Yeah and you're theorizing yourself and you're making these connections like playing FF7 again I was uh, understanding parts of the story as an adult I never got as a kid. Yeah. And and you know going through Elden Ring was was very much the same. I wanted to you know collect collect more lore tidbits and stuff like that. I just yeah, you couldn't stop. So I binged through these things and then I'm like done gaming for a while. Yeah, I had yeah. a break for my health. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um I don't know what point I had with this but yeah, I, I I couldn't put it down. I, I had such a good time. For the most part, or speaking solely for the world, I had I had a great time. So we'll, we'll get into the gripes when you're ready. Cool. Um,
0: yeah. yeah, okay. Let, let, actually, really quickly, and, and I didn't write this down in my notes, so I haven't given this a ton of thought. Do you know where this would end up in your like overall Souls ranking? Oh, jeez. Um, like, like not necessarily well, the I, exact position, but I'm guessing, is it towards the top? Is it—is it approaching number one?
1: Yeah, I mean, the last time we talked about doing these, or last time we did the rankings of the, the thing, I put I put Demon's Souls on the top for right. me, which is pure nostalgia because I haven't played that in years. Um, I, yeah, I, despite all of my gripes, I would say the the fun I had in the world elevates this to the top.
0: Yeah, stuff I know. So, so that's my thinking too, John, is is even though I too, by the end, was kind of like, okay, I, I need this to, to finish. Like Even though I've had a great time, I kind of need this to stop soon. Even despite right. that feeling, which in general I feel is a pretty negative thing if a game kind of, if I feel that way by the end of it. Um, sure. I, I still think that the experiences I had when it was fucking at its peak were so good. I, I have to, like, it has to elevate it above my issues otherwise, right? I mean, it, it's. The,
1: the, with the size of this game and the quality of, like, the gameplay and the world and stuff, the, this game managed to create. Or recreate the best moments from a lot of the other games. Right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, like, the, I, I talked about Demon Souls before, how uh, climbing that tower in Boletaria with your shield up, it's like really tense and dark, and it's got almost like horror vibes. There's tons of that in Elden Ring. For sure. It's, it's all over the place. So, you, I, I got a lot of uh, what I. My favorite parts from the other games in the series, I got a lot of that out of Elden Ring. I was going to so say, I, like, it managed I to think capture, it's
0: at the top. yeah, it managed to capture, like, some of the best moments of Bloodborne, even, right? Like, some of the areas you're like, this is straight yeah. out of fucking Bloodborne.
2: This is amazing. Oh, yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah
1: um, Yes, yeah, I agree. Um, so let's where, talk. Where would you put it? You, you also said at the top. Yeah,
0: not? yeah, it's, it's definitely got to be top for me. The only thing that holds it back now is the replayability aspect. I'm gonna save that i think for later in the conversation, but having made a couple (laughs) new characters, I'm not finding it's just definitely not grabbing me nearly as much right now, and I'm I kind of I find myself sitting down, wanting to play it, playing a couple hours and then kind of feeling forlorn and and lost and without purpose and then just kind of defeated almost. Like ah I don't know, I just didn't have a good session and then I turn it off and think, okay, maybe I'm done eldering for a while. But then the problem is a day later I'm like, ah, I want to play it again. <laughs> but then that, that same thing keeps happening where I'm not quite getting what I think I want to get out of it again. Um, so that right. that that for me is one thing I'm interested to see if that's going to change. I have put like 150 hours into this game overall so far. Um, so I might just be fucking ready for a break too, right? Like I might need to just fucking stop playing for a bit. <laughs> so um, that could be part of it as well. Um, but yeah de- definitely it. definitely towards the top like this is a hell of an achievement fucking hats off to FromSoft I'm honestly amazed at the quality and size of this fucking game I, I know lots of people have said as much already but just how much there is and how they managed to maintain for the most part incredible quality the whole time you never have that Isolith problem where it's like oh they clearly just copy pasted a bunch of shitty enemies here this isn't finished right <laughs>
1: Man, this scale just fucking baffled me. I, know. I was like, H- "How did you do this?" <laughs> I know.
0: I'm literally, I'm literally agog at how they managed to, in the time frame they had, make this game. How does anyone it's make a game this bonkers. big and this good? What, like, without taking? I imagine.
1: Game? I imagine if you if you really poke around, there are probably tons of reused assets from oh, their whole back yeah. catalog of yes. souls. Yes. Like, re to make it uh, something, something new-ish for Elden Ring. Well, it's funny I mean, you say that. I, I don't say that as, like, disparaging, because it takes forever to make those. But I, I imagine using their whole back catalog and the engine they've developed to do this stuff to... Uh, I'm pretty sure it's their own in-house thing. I, I don't remember if it's, uh, like, a big commercial thing like I that. I don't know. I'm but they, sure. they, have, they have so much experience doing this now. I'm I'm not too surprised they can turn it around, but just, like... At the same time, I am like because <laughs> co coordinating this must have been fucking insane. Yeah,
0: um, it's funny you say that. It, it definitely, I, I guess one way to think about this is probably that like all the Souls games leading up to this were almost practice for Elden Ring, is a is way that I look at it. Like, they're like, mm. okay, this is this is we want to make this into a giant world someday, but for now, we have the resources and time and talent to make a kind of more contained version of that. So let's keep right. let's keep iterating on that and improving it until we eventually feel we have the confidence and the resources and the time to make that giant project we've been talking about. That, that's kind of I assume that this has been in Miyazaki's head for a while and that he kind of always felt like he wanted to do something like this with with the Soul series. Um, but on the topic of, of taking assets from other games, for sure, like there's all kinds of stuff that they've they've built up over the years asset wise that they're they were de- of course always going to put in this game. One of the things. You know those uh, ulcerated tree spirit bosses? Oh yeah, I hate those guys. <laughs> <laughs> so actually, I, I on my most recent or on my quality character, I decided I was going to make a point of beating that first one in the optional side area, off of the very first area. You know, Terry, I'm talking about right. like the, the hero's grave. Yep. Because Through I th- the imp key or whatever. Yeah, because I thought that he dropped the talisman that increased your stamina, vigor, and equip load. I was wrong about that, which I was hugely disappointed by when I finally beat him. But I beat him at like level seven, and so I had to I had to figure him out. Right, I had to just learn that boss, and I did. I've I learned that boss now, and I, now that I've now that I've learned them, they're all a fucking joke. They're actually very easy. Um, but that boss, that model, was first teased in a Dark Souls three. The very first promotional picture they ever had for Dark Souls three. There was a shadow in the distance of this big creature, which. Um, Zuli, who's this person who like digs into you know game files and looks at interesting unused assets and shit, has shown is the same like model from that Dark Souls three enemy. So they definitely had stuff that was unused even from older games that ended up being used predominantly in this one, which is pretty cool.
1: Yeah, that's sweet. Um, you keep talking. I'm gonna mute until this siren goes away.
0: Okay. Yeah. Sounds good. Um, so I, I want to get to I think some of the strengths of the game first. We've kind of already talked about a lot of them, but and then we'll get to, we'll get to our grapes. I know you're all here for the grapes. Um, so to me, the strengths for this game, the world is number one. Like the just the scale, of the world, how they constantly surprise you with just how much more there is around every corner. I, I, that might not. I know it's kind of hard to articulate. Just saying the game is big, <laughs> like that doesn't really sound necessarily like it's a compliment per se. But the way in which they're constantly showing you you thought you were fucking towards the end but look we've just opened up your map to this huge other area with all kinds of good quality content for you to explore like i get just the way they did it incredible always constantly surprising by the end you're kind of like surely there can't be more (laughs) and they're (laughs) like yeah no no you got another 20 hours like oh my god um my little heart uh so world number one Uh, I think that, like, build variety and flexibility, this is the best of any of their games. Like, there's so much you can do with your characters in this game. Um, Tons of spells across the different um, kind of disciplines. The arcane build is an interesting one. The dragon magic. The, like, holy spells kind of having the darker side, the lighter side. The dragon holy spells. uh, The sorceries having those arcane ones sprinkled in. Having the gravity source, like just so fucking much. And that's just the magic, right? Not getting into the physical stuff at all. And then the the right. the weapon abilities, the weapon arts, the fact that you can switch those on the fly, which can absolutely completely change the way you play the game. Um
1: The Ash of War system is fantastic.
0: Yeah, the Ash of War is, is really, really, really great. Um just just again, a great example of them iterating on something that they've built before, right, with like the weapon skill system of Dark Souls three and just making it all that much better. So, yeah, hats off to them for, for always kind of trying to push themselves to improve on their systems. Um, just great to see. I, I think the level design in this game is among their best. Uh, Stormvale Castle is still a standout to me. Like, the verticality of that place and just how many little side paths there are um, fucking blew my mind, man. Like, that when I explored that place the first time, I was just blown away because, again, it's in this huge game that's fucking huge in case you guys didn't realize game is huge um (laughs) they put this castle and you're like cool that's going to be a cool castle it's a fucking huge castle and it's its own thing it's its own dark souls level that they just plopped in this gigantic world of other dark souls levels with this huge world between them that is its own dark souls level it's it's crazy
1: yeah so th- the, uh, the legacy areas they they feel really fucking good yeah
0: yeah I agree I think I think I think all of the legacy areas are pretty damn good um, Stormvale to me still is is among my favorites I, re- I really did think it was a very solid kind of opening area Do you have a favorite uh, legacy dungeon John? Uh, I
1: would I would probably say Stormvale also I did I did really like the um, what the hell is the name Raya Lucaria said it yeah yeah the academy. Yeah, I liked that quite a bit. Um, uh, well, I have some complaints about Red Main. We can get into that later, but Okay. Red yeah. was really uh, I felt so really my, short to me, but Yeah, at the top for me would be Stormvale, I think, and then at
0: the bottom would be Red Main. Okay. <laughs> yeah, see I the almost red, I almost don't called. even count Red Main because it's it it feels I don't know, it just it just feels like it wasn't nearly as intentional
1: as the other legacy dungeons in the game. I don't even know if it's considered legacy. Yeah, I don't know. I just thought that area was really weak, and the. Um, I might as well cover it now. But the, the, the way. As part of the open world, or the consequences of having such an open world, the, when you get to that area, there are a couple of possibilities that kind of either enhance the way that area feels or really shit on it. Yeah. Like you could be starting the um, tournament right away so you're going to enter this place and and um all the characters are going to be ready for that fight against Redon. and it's like shit because that's what happened to me the first time and it made it made because uh, all the doors were closed in that area because it was it was uh, forcing me to go through with the tournament first, right. and then you ended up having to like rest or exit and come back to get the regular boss yep. to respawn. Yep. It was yep. like yep. really wacky feeling. Yep. And I, at first I thought like this is this is an area they had to rush to finish. Mm. <laughs> mm. <laughs> That's how it felt because the order of uh, execution I ran into was wasn't great. C- c- coming from Stormvale, it was like this is. This is really low. <laughs> yeah,
0: no, I, I fully like agree. I, I had to go to the wiki because I was because I had the first time I went there, I was I managed to fight the the main like the the not Radon but the other boss that's there, and it, it all just happened seamlessly and all the doors were open because I hadn't progressed the, oh, the okay. other the quest far enough. But at the, on the right. flip side of that, I, at the end of it, I was like, "That's it." Like there's a guy in a chair, but like there's nothing to do, and I was kind of annoyed because I wanted to have that all conclude right. So then I had to go to the wiki and find out what I was missing to. To actually unlock the Radon fight, so yeah, that that whole presentation of that I find was was a little bit of a
1: weakness for sure. I would say it's it's the weakest. To me, Cailt is the weakest area in in the game. But yeah, I would say I
0: agree. I, I think from a design standpoint and like an art standpoint, it's a standout. I think it's fucking gross and creepy, and they, they accomplish that very very well. But true. From like uh, stuff to actually do, their standpoint, it yeah, it feels not fleshed out really at all. Um, just it's it funny we- though.
1: Was uh, I, so I, I agree with what you're saying. What's funny though was a, a highlight for me was climbing the Caleb Tower.
0: <laughs> oh really? I fucking hated that part.
1: I it was so tense climbing. I the, sure I, yeah. yeah. I was I can't remember what the message I sent you, but I had such a good time getting up there. It took me like half an hour, just like. Okay, oh my god, I'm going to get ready. I'm going to go around <laughs> this corner and attack this guy or do this little <laughs> jump that should otherwise be super easy, but I don't want to die.
0: Yep. <laughs> I had a really good time. Oh, nice. Well, that's good. Um, it, it's also funny. This is, this is a... Okay, this is kind of... Let's moving on from strengths a little bit. I'll come back to another thing okay. here I want to say. But this is an issue with the game, like a, a really fundamental issue, which is really going to change people's... Uh, the way they interact with different parts of the game is kind of what level you are when you get there right right so definitely there's a ton of game balance inherent in what you've done before you get to an area and there's no way of them really controlling that right they can try and guide you however they want to they definitely intend for you to go to that little southern continent um kind of i think before you even go to stormvale castle because if you do that when you get to stormvale it's much much easier um you're just your numbers are much better right but my first playthrough, I didn't go to that south area at all because I figured that was going to unlock a whole other huge part of the map, and I wasn't ready to go see what was down there. And Stormvale was much harder for me the first time through because I just didn't have nearly as much resource. And you know, for better or worse, right? Like that's that's inevitably going to make some parts of the game better for some people because it will hit just right, and it will make some parts just unbearably worse for some people because it, it hits just wrong. Um, right. Yeah, it, it's it's, yeah, a, it's, a, it's a big gamble of the like game design right um, it, it'll work for some and it won't work for others and that's just kind of a matter of luck I think
1: yeah I, I'd agree with that and personally I, I would have liked to see survival so I have I have a note here about how I honestly think I would enjoy this game more or, or would experience the the dark Souls fatigue less if it didn't have the RPG stats oh yeah. Like to, to tie survival to something else like um, putting everyone on the same field by finding the strong armors. Or, or make a large variety of the the highest tier of armor so you can still do fashion souls. Or for God's sake, give people vanity slots already. Yeah, okay. <laughs> i it's, kidding. It's time. <laughs> um, I, I could, I, by the end of it, I, I felt definitely that I would have enjoyed it more if I didn't have to play with that stat side. Yeah. Because um, yep. if we, if we agree that getting to like 50, 40 to fifty vigor is almost required, unless you want to learn how to like no hit these fucking things, um, if that's like the baseline that you need, it's it's redundant at that point.
0: Right? Yeah, I know what you mean. Especially like spending ten levels leveling up vigor is not an exciting part of the game, right?
1: I, and I love building tanks, but the 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 game is like so obtuse about. Uh, until you go through it once already and it's like, okay, 60 vigor or 50 is what I need to yep. actually, and then plus the heaviest armor I can fucking find and then I can survive a few hits Yeah, yep. <laughs> um, that, that feels like a chore to me at, by this, at this point
0: yeah, I, I agree, I, and I do think so. the Souls fatigue was definitely sending in for me too where I noticed it most was uh, certain bosses in the game where, you know, 10 years ago when Souls was fairly fresh, I'd be like holy shit, that was fucking hard, I'm ready to sit down and fucking learn this thing in this game, right. a lot of the time I was like, "That fucking sucked." All right, mimic tier. Let's go cheese the <laughs> shit out of this. I have no interest in learning this boss, and let's get to the next thing. I did that. I did that <laughs> yeah. more than I was expecting to, but I kind of just that became my default um, towards the end of the game, especially when I was just like kind of getting to the point where I felt like it needed to end. Um, I don't know. Part of me thinks that this game might be too big. What are your thoughts on that, John?
1: Uh, I I have a, a clear memory of a moment where I just
2: I had I had that
1: thought I was like this is this is too fucking big and I'm gonna be here for like 200 hours I got <laughs> shit to do <laughs> I want to do other things <laughs> um, yeah I, I had a, I don't remember exactly where I was but I just remember that feeling very clearly of like Christ this is huge it almost feels too big yeah.
0: I had that a couple times. I think it was worst for me in the snow area with the giants and whatnot. Um, that okay. one, I don't know why, it just wasn't totally doing it for me. And, and that I remember that part of the game I was like, holy shit, am I really going to do a lot more? I, I think the capital would have actually been a pretty solid place to to end it. Because um, I think everything after Lanedale, I was starting to feel a little bit like, okay, I kind of feel like I've more or less seen everything
1: I want to see. <laughs> um, so... Yeah, and the, the giant area, I don't know about Hallig Tree or whatever that Millennia area is called. I don't know if that's good, but um, yeah, the the, uh, the snow fire giant area wasn't anything special. Um, the scale of like the, I can't remember the names of any of these things, but that giant bowl, like the forge or whatever it's called. Yeah, yeah. Um, that was an incredibly cool yes. visual set piece, but the area itself I thought was kind of meh.
0: Yeah, I agree. again. The, even even if the area itself wasn't as exciting, like there was still always amazing, cool stuff to see, um, and in service of the lore and stuff too, right? So like it had purpose, and it was it right. was still still worth doing. Um, but yeah, I just I remember feeling kind of towards the end like holy fucking shit, I guess we're still we're still doing this. <laughs> I, I kept <laughs> I I ended up playing a fair bit of this with a friend of mine just through co op. He he beat it a fair bit before I did, but he also ended up missing a bunch of stuff. Um, so he came back and did a bunch with me co-op, and, uh, it was a lot of fun. We had a ton of fun playing this together, and I have something to say about Millennia for that later on, but, um... Cool. Uh, what the fuck was I getting at? What did we just talk about? Uh... <laughs> fuck. <I don't> remember. <laughs> God damn it.
1: Well, we were talking about the snow area and how it felt like the game was too large. Too
0: large, and then after that... What the fuck? Anyways, whatever. I don't know. I, I had a stroke. Um, I'm, not, I'm not editing it out. You're going to hear my stroke in real time. Um, well, that's another This is a fact. real
1: podcast, folks. Yeah.
0: <laughs> you want real podcast? None of this edited shit. uh co-op was a lot of fun i'll I'll kind of just go on that it was it was pretty seamless for the most part it you know you still have to find the summon sign and shit but it it worked pretty consistently we didn't have any major issues um it's funny though so my friend who played it hadn't he'd played dark souls 3 pretty recently and that was his first real experience with souls and he loved it but he didn't do any any co-op of any kind and it was interesting to see a total noob to that side of it interact with their co-op system because it's completely obtuse right He's like, what the oh, fuck? Yeah. I have to use like a furl finger calling remedy? And then I have to look for your sign? What the... And he's like, wait, if I want to help you, what do I do? And I was like, you have to use the other finger. And you got to put it on the ground somewhere I can see. And it's like, it's just funny. Funny to say these things out loud to somebody who isn't already, you know, well-versed in how they do their bullshit. Just, I, can, I can picture that. That's actually really funny. Uh,
1: <laughs> no, uh, you idiot. You got to use the other undead <laughs> finger. Fuck. <laughs>
0: Not the finger that's bleeding, the orange-looking finger. Obviously, that's co-op.
1: This fucking guy trying to co-op with their own finger. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, anyways. But, but
0: again, it, it worked pretty well. And on, the, on that topic, the, the invasions in this game are only really turned on for you if you invite somebody into your world. I still wish it was optional. I, I wish they didn't force it on you. But that said, we actually had a ton of fun with invasions in this game because... It's always two-on-one, right? So you always inherently have a bit of an advantage that way. And I don't know if it's just the balance is better, but we fucking smoked so many people. And it was just always so satisfying. Um, The other (laughs) cool thing about it too in, in multiplayer is usually when you kill an invader, it ends up refilling some of your flasks. So if we'd gone for a you know a while and you know my partner was getting low on his resources, we kind of would get lucky sometimes and have an invader show up. And if that went well, then he'd get some flashback back and we could kind of continue on. So it, it, the system worked better in this game for sure. We had one invasion that felt like just absolute shit, um, but that was probably over the course of like twenty to thirty invasions total. So sure. yeah, it was it was a lot better. I imagine the invaders probably fucking hate it. Because they were getting their asses beat, and you know we're both pretty good at the game, but not like amazing, and we definitely didn't build yeah. PVP builds. So I'm sure that they've got lots of grapes about it. But as a PVE primarily player, I had a great time. Um, so. so I
1: ended up doing some some dueling myself for fun, oh, yeah. just to try it out. I had a pretty good time with it, but at the same time, I was very happy that um, invasions felt more opt-in when you're playing alone. Yes, um, I ended up playing offline. Like 99% of the time anyway, unless you were asking for some boss co-op time. Yeah. Um, I think I helped Andrew once or twice. But for me, it was I, I, I got really tired really fast of seeing all the online message clutter.
0: Yeah, fair enough. I I, I kept it online the whole time. Just I don't know. I just did. And I kind of don't know why I did because the message clutter is fucking annoying. <laughs>
1: and yeah, they it, it drove suck. me nuts like, really fast. Yeah, yeah. yeah like the, the memes are only funny for so long. Yeah um so i I turned that i played offline most of the time to to get rid of that and i I, yeah um yeah i was just happy though that even the when i did go online for a little bit playing solo um that i wasn't getting invaded because coming back to how much i enjoyed the world getting invaded would have just taken me out of that yes that that lonely dangerous vibe is like Key to me, like I enjoy these games because I'm I'm really feeling that. Yep. And the invaders have always just taken me out of that shit. Sure. Um, but yeah, when when I did opt into some some dueling stuff, I think when I helped you with uh, the Raya Lucaria yeah. key, we also got invaded, and we kicked that guy's ass. Yeah, that we did. And
0: even though he was lagging pretty bad, it, it went our way very well. So there's there's just oh yeah, he was pretty laggy. You want know I think makes it better. So so where it where it really sucks in Bloodborne is you don't have a lot of options for building in that game, right? Like Regardless of what you build, you're going to be using a weapon that you have to get up close to hit somebody with. So right. as an invader, you kind of always know what you're up against to an extent, right? There's not a whole lot that can surprise them. As soon as you get a game as varied as Elden Ring, they really have no idea what your kit is. They do not know what to expect. And uh, one it's of true. the things that worked really well was the cannon of Haima that giant like grenade spell that you lob and then it explodes when it hits the ground damage on that move is awesome oh, yeah. and it's great because they'd roll for the cast but then when it landed beside them they'd have rolled too early and it would explode and do a shit ton of damage and i just every time i caught somebody with that i got a little bony it was very satisfying <laughs> Sweet. especially because again there's like justice on your side right as soon as you're being invaded you're like you are the prime evil. I am meant to destroy you. God is on my side. <laughs> it's uh, yeah, this is fun. <laughs> in the name of Yahweh. <laughs> Again, different, very different in this game compared to my experience when we were playing Dark Souls 3. Like, I was so fucking sick of those. Like, it ruined the co-op experience for us in that game 100%. Um,
1: yeah, and it, it stopped being
0: fun really fast. <laughs> very, very fast. And in this game, it just, yeah, it wasn't the case. And maybe part of that is it's still so new that there just aren't... The people who are still co- or PVP like invading in Dark Souls three, fucking six years later or whatever, you know, they're probably all gods. They're doing it because they're sickos and they <laughs> they, they know how to make you suffer. <laughs> in this game, it's a bunch of scrubs right. who were just like also haven't really played
1: these games before. Are probably just trying some random shit out, right? So something I, something I, I understand why they did it, but I really didn't like I didn't I didn't like in co-op that torrent wasn't available. Yeah. Um. I, I, it's just it sucked to see those those concessions made for multiplayer, like, cause it it, it kind of makes the game feel more gamey. Mm. Like these, you have this huge world you want to explore with your buddy, but then there's this in, this fucking wall of light, and your mount is locked away. Yeah, and yeah, that it it I, that's it's a part of what takes me out of it whenever we we do these things, and why uh, Dark Souls Three invasions bother me so much. Yeah, fair enough. Um, but yeah, I, I, was, I was hoping when this came out that co-op would be more like you could see the whole world with your buddy, but it's not how it turned out.
0: No, I, I remember that kind of being part of the marketing material, or maybe it was just hype online or I misread something, but I, I distinctly remember th- like seeing that if you summon somebody in, you can basically just go do whatever you want with them um but that's not the case you you can go like into a legacy dungeon i think from the world map with somebody which is pretty cool but if hmm. if you're outside of like a cave or a, a mine or something you can't enter that with the person from the the world map you have to kind of send them away go into the mine and then summon them at the side of grace in there which i just was surprised by
1: yeah it's it's lame like yeah. it's uh, it's yeah when, when you have this awesome immersive thing and then the the Rigidness of the game system starts to bleed through. It really does take you out of it. Yeah,
0: for sure. Especially, um, it was just sad to see that when you beat a boss, it still sends your, your buddy home. And I was like, oh god, this tired old trope. it oh, sucks. It needed to not be in this game.
1: Yeah. But anyways. <laughs> yeah. Some of these uh, aging elements need to go away for the next one.
0: Yeah. Um, part of my kind of fatigue with the like learning bosses, for example, because because there were exceptions to that rule even later game. Like there were bosses that I found. A lot more enjoyable than others. So, so again, part of me wonders how much of it is the fatigue, how much of it is just you know some bosses are genuinely designed better than others, right? Um,
1: well, uh, before we even get into that, who, who is your favorite boss?
0: Ooh, this is a tough question. You
1: know what? Maybe maybe top three. If it's hard to so choose, so
0: I think uh, I th- actually think Godric the Grafted is up there for me. Just because I... F- he was good. I, I find the balance around him is really good because even if you're a little bit OP, like you go explore that whole southern area, you know, he's still got a couple of things that can fuck you up. But when you learn... I don't know. To me, what a good boss is, is, is you can see where you made your mistakes. You can see where the learning needs to happen. And it doesn't feel like this total crapshoot of like every fight feels like you're not making any progress. And he, he I just felt good about learning his fight. Um... Who else? Here's the problem. I I tainted a lot of them with my Mimic Tier, right? Like, I really didn't interact with a lot of the mechanics for them because Mimic Tier was just such a tempting option I couldn't pass up. Um, Okay. Because as soon as you... Like, I beat, you know, so King Godric or whatever. Not Godric. Godfrey. King Godfrey. Towards the end of the game. The one that wrestles you. Oh, yeah. Uh, Yep. I thought he was fucking cool, and I have a feeling I would have liked learning that fight. But I summoned the Mimic Tier and we did it in the first try. So I did. I mean, you know what I mean? Like I, I just might. Uh, ex- I see. I see what you mean. Yeah, because he, he's he's on my list. Oh, is he? Nice. Okay. So my experience yeah. with yeah. that boss is just inevitably very different because I only fought him one time, and he was fucking right. cool. But I know he would hold a very different place if I'd actually sat down and learned that fu- that fight. Even.
1: Said, and that was probably pre-patch when Mimic Tier was like
0: at the top of its game, right? Yeah, exactly. No, no, no. Sorry, this was post. This was post-patch. Dude, Mimic Tear is still fucking, okay. even post-patch, that, that thing is broken as fucking hell. Um, that should not have, have been have in the game.
1: Little, I have very little post-patch experience, so I don't know exactly how much or what changed. But, yeah. They also just um, did
0: another huge patch the other day. So.
1: Oh, I saw that headline, yeah. and uh, I was going to get into this later, but I'll mention this now, too. Um, I also feel like I would have enjoyed this more had I waited for the patch title to be done.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah i know it's a fair point right because it's something i kind of forget about these games i just don't really remember it with the other ones when they were brand new but they they end up doing a lot of balancing on the go right like they rebalance they've been rebalancing for two months as this game has come out with player feedback and stuff which is great i'm glad they do that but it's it's a fundamentally different experience now than it was at launch two months ago
1: yeah, and, and in line with what we say all the time about the developer-intended experience, I, I really think it would have done the myself service playing this game had I waited for them to finish getting to that point. Sure. Um, yeah, because I bet you some of the frustrations I had have been ironed out, maybe even made worse, who knows. <laughs> Miyazaki loves to troll, so some things are probably even harder than they were before. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think I would have, uh, in, in hindsight, if I could do it again, I would actually wait for this to be fully patched. Right.
0: Yes, yeah, it's, it's not something I ever even really gave any consideration, but yeah, that's, that's not a bad not a bad thought for a future release. Um, okay, one more thing I wanted to say about the strengths of this game. So on, on playing it multiple times now and going to some of the same areas... It's, it's been amazing to me just how much little detail I've missed or entire areas or like entire dungeons that I've just totally skated by. They, they've hidden so much in this world, but like just stupid little details, like I came up to a, a kind of dead end under a cliff with some water and there was a bear there, those notorious giant bears who I hate. I fucking hate those. Yeah, they're things. awful. You know what? I actually think the what ruins them for me is one attack, and it's that lunge they do. That's almost fucking instantaneous, and has a huge hitbox. Everything else, I think, I can deal with. That lunge kills me. Um,
1: they also just have too much, far too much
0: HP. Yes, yeah. A lot of the a lot of the larger enemies in this game just have too much fucking HP. Like those big um, metallic, like uh, Iron Maiden things with the swinging arm blades and whatnot. Oh yeah, yeah. They're just tedious, right? Tedious encounters because they take fucking forever to, to kill. Um, anyways, I came up to that little clearing and, and there was a bear there fighting like twenty wolves, like no joke. Just, just a random encounter where a bear was being attacked by twenty wild wolves, and I'd never seen that before. And it was it's just so cool that all these little tiny details are peppered throughout that make the world feel super alive and, and interesting. And even though that wasn't itself like there was an item there i think it was like some smithing stones or something which is a good reward but you know in in and of itself it didn't change the game fundamentally for me but it was just a cool bit of flavor and, and they do that throughout the whole thing so to me those are the strengths world building the flexibility um level design all that is just like top of their game in my opinion anything i'm missing as as to like kind
1: of the best parts of the game uh, no, I think we've hyped up the world quite a bit, and I do think it is the standout uh, feature of the game. The world is really dense and interesting. Um, and mechanics, mechanic-wise, I would say the Asher War system is my favorite thing uh, in terms of the combat. But yeah, the world is the standout yeah, thing for me. Yeah, for
0: sure. It's very, actually, I kind of got off topic there. John, what uh, what are which bosses are on your list of favorites?
1: Oh, uh, I would definitely agree with uh, Godric. I thought he was thematically really cool, yeah. and when he gets the dragon head thing, that was cool. Dude, when he when he cuts um, his when he
0: cuts his own fucking arm off mid fight, like <laughs> just so good,
1: such a good fucking yeah. scene. It, it was it was really cool. It took me a few tries, but I, I had a lot of fun with him. Um, uh, Astel, I can't remember the full oh, yeah, name, but yeah, yeah. it's yep. that. So I sent you a message before where I was talking about a boss where I thought the learning curve felt like fucking perfect. That was him. Oh, cool. He he, uh, he has one uh, grab thing that was an instant yeah, kill that I, I did <laughs> not like. But I, I learned to dodge that on my second attempt. Sweet. So just like dodging into it instead of away, and it became so the, I can't remember exactly how many tries it took but it, it felt very progressive yep. and then when I got him at the end I got him at like it was fucking easy
0: yeah that, that dude nothing feels uh, better than when you really download the boss right like it's, it's a very good feeling in these games and if they do it right and if they make that progression that curve just right it's fucking when it hits it hits
1: yeah his, his move set and whatnot felt really well set up for that minus that grab because insta death will always piss me off yeah. but yeah <laughs> um yeah i had had a lot of fun with him and then um uh godfrey near the end was also really cool yeah i think godfrey utilized uh uh, the ability to jump to dodge things really well right the uh
0: the move he has where he hits you up into the air and like wwe slams you so fucking cool
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah he's got some some neat shit yeah he's, he's awesome um what's your what's your least favorite boss or enemy <laughs> so
0: i actually think my least favorite boss is radagon okay and part of that might be just because when i was fighting him i was ready to be done the game and i was kind of you know what i mean i was i was not sitting there really being purposeful about learning him i right. had my friend help me the, the second time actually um just because i didn't no second time no that was the first time yeah sorry no i, I beat it i beat it co-op um, I never soloed him because I just didn't want to. Uh, right. Yeah, so he's low on the list for me for that reason. I think he's thematically like Radagon himself is fucking cool. I really love his design and everything, and his the effects of like when he attacks, just fucking really cool. Um, the fact he's a two-phase fight with that stupid beast thing, I just eh, again too much health, too long, too tedious. But uh, so lowest on my list would probably be, and this is with a big asterisk, Millennia. Um, that's bosses. I'm trying to think, is there any other boss I really hated? I'm sure there is. Oh, oh, sorry. Let's go back to bosses I really liked. I loved the Rikard fight. How did you like the Rikard fight?
1: Oh, that was the... That's the is that the gimmick think, one That's with the gimmick the
0: spear? one with the spear, yeah. Fucking hated it. Really? Why's that? <laughs> it
1: just, I... I, I I, I don't know. It didn't it didn't feel fun using the gimmick spear because all you do is delay a little bit and you like perma stun lock the guy. Um, you don't even want to use the full chain of attacks because if you just wait, you'll keep you'll keep him uh, stunned like the whole fucking time. Mm. It it felt like such a nothing fight. He looked very cool though. I, I will say that I, I like the whole snake theme and everything. Yeah. Um, plus I liked Volcano Manor a lot. But yeah, as a Boss fight. I thought. No, oh, I see. I he, see he, he took me a number
0: of tries. I didn't find him overly easy at all, um, and I felt like I was learning him quite a bit better as, as time went on. Um, okay. Yeah, I don't. I just. I, I thought that the. I felt that spear felt really good to me. I thought that the attack was. It, it was just nice that instead of this slow ass storm ruler style, you actually have this, you know, dynamic weapon that just has this cool longer reach with that wind effect and stuff. Yeah, I, I thought So
1: it looked extremely cool. I, I I one big reason it's just so those gimmicks are it, it's like the FF7 weapons. Those gimmicks take away the the character I've been building this whole time yeah, yeah. and now I'm just using this this fucking weapon because yeah. he's got so much health otherwise, right? So much so much fucking um, health. So I just I, I I've never really cared for that stuff because thematically my character doesn't Use the giant and win the spear. He uses spells. Yeah, I know. I get you.
0: I, I think of the gimmick fights. It, it like it, to me, it was just far and away the best one they've done. Um, okay. Yeah, and again, see, this is this is where the variability comes in here too, right? Like, I don't know. For me, it, it hit at the right time. I was in a good headspace to learn that boss, and the challenge was just enough that it felt good. And then for you, it sucked ass. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. What was I going to say? Uh, oh, sorry. Back to worst. Uh, we we were talking about least favorite. Yeah, yeah. So back to worst bosses. And let me see if I can pull another boss out of my butt here that I didn't like. Oh, <laughs> I again. I did this co-op, and and we only tried it a couple times before I beat him. But the commander, commander O'Neill, the one that has the lightning leg.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah. Surrounded by his little minions.
0: No, no. Uh, oh yes, yeah, yeah. You start the battle with two of those big knight guys. Um, there's two versions of this fight. One is in the the giants area, and one is in Caelid. It's the one in the giants area that I'm talking about, at the castle.
1: Oh, okay, I'm thinking of Caelid.
0: So you fight him again, but different. It's, it's, so that one in Caelid is Commander Nile, and then it's Commander O'Neill in in the land of the giants or whatever. Did you do that one? I see.
1: Uh, I did the one in Kayled. I don't think I, I fought the guy in. The oh, okay. Because uh, I, I, by the end, when I got there, I was like ready to finish. Yeah, yeah, so no, yeah, <laughs> I got you. I got
0: you. So yeah, he he was lower in my list too. I just found him fucking difficult, and and again, it just wasn't in the headspace to to learn him. So, anyways, sure. uh, enemy wise, there's like there's a couple that fucking suck. The bear is really bad, but he's not the worst. Those multi arm guys. That do that rush attack where they oh the
1: the grafted things yeah yeah. fuck
0: those guys well there's two grafted things there's the one grafted thing with the swords I hate those and then there's the other grafted thing that's just the arms that spawns out of the ground he comes he teleports out he comes out of the ground and makes that weird scream sound right and then they rush at you and they hit you so fast if you dodge backwards you are guaranteed to die Um, they suck they fucking I hate those things. Um, they're they're terrible. <laughs> uh, I also hate the
1: big lobsters in the Lyernia lakes. The the crabs themselves, yeah, like, or, or like like the, a the big sh- shrimp-like guys. The so,
0: big shrimp-like guys.
1: Okay. The ones that have like, yeah, the they, little they, pincers they that they stab
0: suck. and they spit that like mud attack from a mile away at you, which does a lot of damage. Yeah, they fucking they just annoy me. Right. Just uh, there's a couple enemies in this game that like the, those bigger enemies. We, we talked about this early on. That just don't seem to have any fucking downtime, right? And you're like, when am I supposed and to the, get a the fucking? The
1: reward for getting <laughs> through that shit is also nothing. Yes,
0: <laughs> you, you get no fucking runes. They never drop anything good. Yeah, it's they're they're bad. There's a there's a number of just straight up bad enemies in this game.
1: I cut you off there, but I agree with what you're saying. The uh, And we definitely did talk about this in Telegram, but the, the lack of downtime for some of these guys just makes it such a chore to fight. Yes, again,
0: the bears are a good example. It's just, some, they just move too much. Stop, like, stop, do it, do one, have one telegraphed attack that's easy to dodge and punish. And then the 90% of your kit can be the bullshit I have to fucking run away from like a pansy because I can't do anything. Just give me one. But yeah, anyways. Yeah, what, what about you?
1: Any, any that I missed? I'm sure I missed some. Um, the big grafted... and um, The the smaller grafted guy that we were just talking about. Definitely fuck those things. Um, the larger one with the sword and shield, I didn't mind so much. No, no. The only attack of theirs that I actually think is cheap is their scream. Yeah, the scream sucks. Um, I hate the scream. Because you, you can't tell it's coming. And you can... Even in the opening fight when you're fighting this thing as a wretch at level 1 you can actually do pretty well dodging their shit and sneaking in hits but then the scream comes out of nowhere with like no tell and you just get fucked yeah and it's got
0: enough of a range that one dodge away isn't gonna quite take you out of the damage range so yeah,
1: yeah it's it's a bullshit move yeah agreed. agree um, so f- fuck those guys for that alone the bears definitely the reward is shit they have too much HP and uh, their damage is insane yeah it is <laughs> Um, who else uh, on my sorcerer I really hated the big hand guys. Oh, yeah. Um but when I learned that they completely shit themselves with when you fire, fire cuz yeah. <laughs> my my yeah, then it was like oh fuck these are actually super easy. Yeah, that, that,
0: that's nice to know. <laughs> I agree. I fucking despise the hand guys. If you don't have fire, the hand guys are cancer to fight. They're 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 one of my least favorite.
1: <laughs> cuz when they're rushing you, it's like they can get at you with no downtime like these other dudes. Yep. Um who else? Uh, I really don't like the big red dogs. Mm, mm-hmm. Yep. The the wolf things. Yep. Not a fan. Um. Uh. In the boss wise, uh, the Godskin uh, bosses, uh, <laughs> yeah, got really old for me. Yeah, I agree. Even though, I, like, on my faith guy, they were actually quite easy. Mm. Uh, even the, the the fight against the two of them wasn't that bad. But I got really tired of fighting them. Yep. <laughs> um least favorite boss in the game I would I would have to say it's Radon for me that guy just I can't stand that fight yeah <laughs> I would I would say I, I dislike that one more than Ricard even though that gimmick pisses me off fair enough yeah no I I
0: fought Radon once solo and was really I was so frustrated by it that when I finished it I ended up remaking I made a new character right like that was the strength guy that I was so annoyed on oh, Radon. Right, yeah. Radon was such a low point for me. I was like, fuck it. I'm starting a new clean slate here. And then I, I co opted him the second time with my friend, and that was after the first patch when Radon got nerfed a bit. And okay. we fucking dummied him. It was actually pathetic. Like, it was it was too way too big of a swing in the other direction. Because I was kind of expecting, you know, like, fuck, here we go. Let's, let's see if we can get him. And then we... Fucking destroyed his ass. It was pathetic. So that kind of sucked. <laughs>
1: that's that's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> that's so wild in the other direction. I know because it- when, when I fought this fucker, like e- even as I was learning him, and and you're running around, uh, or what am I trying to say? Even after I had learned him really well, and and you're running around getting the summons up and keeping your distance, and I, mean, I was a mage, so I'm taking pot shots with magic and stuff. He has, like, his version of the homing soul mass, basically, oh, with those giant rocks. Yeah. And the, I love the idea, because they stay up for so long, and they're a threat the whole damn time they're up. So they're, you really have to pay attention. But it, I, I, twice in a row I got caught where he had butchered the summons I had up and then i was the only one left so they, they came for me it felt undodgeable so
0: i learned to dodge those and that was the only reason i beat that fight the first time they okay. they come as a they come as a pair and a pair right so you have to dodge through the first pair and then through the second pair almost immediately afterwards anyways i'm not going to But you that. Ha- you have to
1: get off your horse right yes yes you do so that was the other part of the that thing that just pissed me off because even though your movement is so much better on torrent, the, the gaminess of the dodge iframes to get through these things, it, it just felt really fucking lame. Because you'd be on the horse, you gotta get off the horse, dodge, dodge, get back on the <laughs> horse to close distance. Yeah. It, it felt like re- if it was a shit fight to me. It didn't feel good. Yeah. Um and I only I, I only encountered that move uh those two times right like they only came for me those two times so before i beat him so um it was it was two opportunities to learn it but only if you fail it's a one shot and you start the whole fucking fight again yep 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 it it felt like absolute ass i can't fucking stand
0: i I will (laughs) say i i think the fight i know you were like how the fuck did you not do that fight on torrent i think the fight if you're gonna like sit down and really learn it to me it's better to do it on foot um, oh, just because, like you said, Torrent—he gives you so much speed and, and mobility that way. But he—he's he's not good at dodging anything, right? If there's anything that's kind of coming for you or, or locked onto you, you're kind of fucked. And I noticed that throughout the game in multiple occasions. Um, you just, like the like the arrow yeah. the arrow shooting guy. Oh, here's another fucked up enemy. The arrow shooting guys in the the, min-
1: the Minotaur. Scene. Yeah, in the <laughs> in
0: the well area that see you from three miles Ooh. away and always shoot true. Um, <laughs> yeah. Fuck those guys, uh, and I just—you can't dodge that on Torrent. You, you can't just like do a little run dash and get by it. They're gonna hit you. Um, the tracking is. Yeah. is nuts. I think I think there should have been a dodge of sorts with Torrent or Torrents like Dash should have had iframes, in my opinion. That would have been really cool.
1: The um, or at the very least the the move could be altered a bit or something so that Torrent could jump over or something. Yeah. but it, it was it was part of the. Um, that gaminess that uh, like we were talking about with um with multiplayer it's just like when i have to get off of the in every way better uh mobility thing that i have the mount to to invincible roll my way through this thing (laughs) it, it feels like shit um but other otherwise fighting radon on horseback was epic as fuck
0: yeah Oh yeah, as a set piece. What's funny oh, is his gi-
1: his giant his giant one shot meteor never hit me. <laughs> oh really? It was it was always dying. It was always dying to that fucking
0: uh, the yeah the uh, comet rock flinging yeah, move. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Or the the homing mass.
1: Yeah. Right? His meteor thing I found very easy. To
0: do. I it only got me once, but when it got me the one time, I it felt like total bullshit. Like I didn't know how I was supposed to get away from it. And then every other time it felt like a joke. So I don't know. So there could be some RNG involved in there.
1: Red.
0: Um Yeah. Yeah. There's definitely some the the game. Th- this is always an issue with their games. Is balance is really hard, right? Like that. There's the price to pay here when they this developer intended experience is meant to be difficult. There are going to be fights Red. that just don't feel good to everybody, and that's you know that's a difficult thing to to do better. Uh, you know. Anyways, and they work on that as the game goes on with feedback. But
1: yeah, it's it's, it's very subjective yeah, too. Also the. The fact that they are patching means it wasn't what they intended. Yeah, yet, yeah, right? exactly, exactly. So, so when you're going through these things early on, like you're you're starting day one, and like, I beat it before the first patch came out. So, my experience with this is probably worse than someone who's just starting. Yeah, out. yeah, probably it is.
0: Maybe in some, you know, I'm sure in some ways it's better. But I'm, just, I bet you there are parts of the game you would have liked more post patch for sure. Um, right. Let's talk a little bit about Millennia. So, the Hallig Tree area, that's like an optional area that has the hardest boss in the game, in my opinion. I think in most people's opinion. At the end of it, which is Millennia, Blade of McKella, which you will hear 200 times because you'll try this fight 200 times. Um, <laughs> and uh, really amazing area, like from a design-wise, you really should check it out at some point because I just thought it was really fucking cool. Um, problem it's is, literally- it is just peppered with shitty hard enemies. Like, there's just too many of them
1: um can, can it can it honestly be worse than the skeleton summoning guys in moog's palace <laughs> the skeleton summoning guys you, do you remember in in moog's palace those little fishy dudes or whatever summon the giant skeletons oh of like one shot those and
0: guys off? suck dude why are they so beefy why do they have so much health
1: and like they there's there's so many skeletons coming up with so much range that it's, I don't know how you're intended to get through I know,
0: that. I know. I agree. Yeah, that, that part sucked asshole. No, those are... Actually, hey, that's got to be up there for receding me in the game. We didn't talk about them. Those little red uh, albinoric fuckers. Yeah. Screw those. Uh, no, it's not worse than that. But, but as an example, on the very lowest level of this area, there are six or seven of those small grafted guys who come out of the ground. Just one after another. Jesus. Which was like too much. That 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 was like a cardinal sin. I couldn't believe they did that. Um
1: for how bullshit that enemy is, that's that's the Yeah,
0: it was it was absolute bullshit. So so that area kind of suffered because it wasn't fun to explore because it, like the obstacles in your way were kind of frustrating. But the area itself is very cool. Um so anyways, I, I still think worth checking out if you do end up doing another playthrough. Um Michaela herself, it's just a shitty fight. Like there's no two ways about it, especially solo. I like,
1: like or Millennia oh, sorry
0: sorry thank you M- Millennia McKella is not a fight in this game oh, okay, um, oh, okay. McKella is the hand that's in the egg after Moog anyways oh, uh, uh, these Souls games I love <laughs> I love the weird shit <laughs> she's the egg hand after Moog um,
1: yeah you don't remember the egg hand yeah, yeah the egg <laughs> hand uh, the, one
0: that, the, the hand that comes out of the egg and then bleeds and then that pool of blood that's where Moog comes out of you know the egg hand Um <laughs> Anyways, Millennia, yes yeah. so, so she's a bad fight, in my opinion Just balanced very poorly Mechanically, I don't think she's that fun either Because I've watched videos of people soloing her And it's basically just a ton of waiting For the very few moves that she does that are punishable And it's, right. it's just, I don't know, it, it's too long it, it, She has too much health, the, the fight's too long And her healing when she hits you is, is too punishing, right? So it can take away all of your hard work that you do so she's the only boss in the From game to ever do this. But when she hits you, she heals damage, and it, even if you block those hits, so even if she doesn't take any of your health, she always heals if she hits you at all. And uh, that, I find that
1: extremely lame. Yeah, it's
0: just <laughs> gross, man. It's it's not good. Like she she's already a fucking hard fight to begin with, because she's, she's very aggressive. She has a move that's like fucking almost undodgeable unless you're really a fucking pro at this game. Um, yeah, she, she's, just, she's hard to begin with, and then to give her that on top of it, and a phase two, like, God, bad, man. So I, I, I beat her with a, a spear dash. Um, It took a lot of tries, and it was literally down to, I had no healing left, I was one hit away from dying. She was in the air, about to come fucking take my ass, and I hit her with one, my my last fucking soul spear or whatever, Uh, managed to connect with her, and I was out of magic, I was out of everything, and that, that finished her, so... <laughs> It was like that felt good in a sense because it was so tight, but I was just so fucking frustrated and done with it. But here's the asterisk. My friend had beaten every other boss in the game, but he hadn't beaten her, and he was was about to give up on it and move on to something else. And I was like, oh, I just got to her, and I I managed to beat her today, so why don't we try it co-op, and we'll see if we can get her down. And I had a lot of fun fighting her and learning her with my friend. That was actually a blast. I don't know what it was about it, but... And I don't think he had as much fun. I think he, I think he was getting pretty frustrated. But uh, like I don't. By the end, we had her. Like we, you know, we figured her out. We figured where we could punish. Um, but it really feels like it was meant for two people. I just don't know how you would extract any joy from that encounter as a solo player. It was absolute shit. So asterisk in that, I actually ended up having a lot of fun doing it co-op. But as a solo fight, it's
1: just straight up bullshit. Yeah, I'm gonna have to try her at some point. I have read nothing, but like, yeah, she's she's a fucking monster. Um, the healing thing is extremely lame to me. Yep. It's not even like it's not even like a phase where she activates this ability to heal. It's just always on. Always on.
2: Oh, that's so.
0: No, if she if she touches you <laughs> at all, block it or not. So whether again, whether or not you completely block it and you take no damage, she will get some of her health back. And then what makes this so difficult to... I might,
1: I might even be fined with it if it was something she activated and it was there for, like, 15 sure. seconds. And then so during knew, those 15 yeah, seconds, yeah. you're highly... You're <laughs> all about dodging. Yeah, highly That's incentivized. Not it's just always on. No, it's always on. So <laughs>
0: what makes it so hard, too, is the one thing you can do in this game as a solo player to really make it easier is to bring a spirit summon now, right? So you're you're kind of... I actually ended up beating her with Black Knife Tish. I thought she was a really good one for this fight. Um... But Mimic Tear oh, nice. would just kind of rush in, and even though he's really tanky, he'd just end up sucking up a bunch of damage and giving her a bunch of health back. So while he was absolutely necessary for me because I needed a distraction of some kind, he ended up kind of offsetting his help by just giving her a bunch of health back. So yeah, she, she's just, she's brutal, man. Hmm. She's something else. But I would be happy to co-op her with you someday.
1: Yeah, I, would, I mean, someday I will get around to her, but yeah when that happens I'd be yeah co-op sounds you know
0: what I think we should do what I was thinking of like someday I'd like to do a you know come over and play this kind of land party styles together I think we should aim to kind of together in like one hangout session bum rush the like the last boss and see how quickly we can get there and get our build going and not focus on just meandering through the world I'd be curious to see a more kind of directed approach to this game co-op how quickly we could get through it and what that experience would be like that could be fun. Yeah.
1: We, uh, like when we were doing our uh, Dark Souls 1 speedrun.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. So anyways, Thanks. yeah, that's... Uh, yeah, sound, sounds good. The, the only other thing I think I'd say about this game, and then I'll, I'll kick it back to you if you have any other final thoughts. Well, actually, sorry, two things. One is replayability. I'm finding it's a lot harder to get into a second time over. I think just because it's so big, and it's like, holy shit, I just did all this. Do I really want to, you know trapes through Limgrave again, and part of the issue here is it's it's all fun to explore the first time and find those caves and stuff the first time, but now it's kind of just less incentivized, right? But I'm losing out on resources yeah. and levels if I don't do those side things. Um, so yeah, it's just it's
1: not as it's not as interesting on the next playthrough to do it all again um, versus the the more directed games like Dark Souls and Blood. Exactly. Joy. I find, I find going through Bloodborne even now can be uh, a lot of fun. Um, that's, that's the wrong way to say it, but it, more interesting somehow than than doing like the entirety of limb graving. Yes, exactly. No, I, I know exactly
0: what you mean. I feel the 100% the same way. Um, so I think that that's something I'll have to see again when I've had a bit more of a break in time away. I think I'm going to try and really take a break from it now and maybe save it for whenever we end up doing some sort of co-op. And see how it, how that is, Sweet. but anyways, yeah. So so that replayability, I think maybe suffers a bit because of the scope of the game and how it's designed. Um, and then the other thing, this is more of a kind of you know, like social commentary, I guess, which is just that. Well, one, it's been hugely successful. They've sold like over twelve million copies. I'm sure it's more than that now, but just crazy numbers for a, a Souls game. And it's it's really cool to see that. I, I'm really happy. Like I'm really glad for them, and, and just happy to see a series I love get the kind of recognition I feel it deserves. But it's, it's funny how sure. how that brings so many people out of the woodworks to shit on it now. Like, Souls games have always have always <laughs> yeah. had their detractors, but oh my god, Elden Ring gets so much fucking vitriol and hate on the internet. I don't know how it, oh, it's yeah. so, like, controversial, <laughs> but Jesus Christ, so many people are just at the earliest availability to do so. will jump in there and, and comment some shit. Um, I, I saw a tweet by Alana uh, Pierce is her name. She works for Santa Monica Studios now, I think, as a writer, but... She's been a YouTuber and in games for a long time. Uh, She tweeted, um, uh, bro, Elden Ring is literally so good, LMAO. Um, And then I looked at the replies to that tweet, and it was just a bunch of dude bros like, oh, actually it's bad. It's actually really bad. Uh, So it's kind of embarrassing (laughs) that you think that it's good, but it's really bad. And
1: it's just funny. I don't know.
0: It's funny that this game elicits
1: such a strong reaction from people. It's not surprising though. There's there's going to be people who genuinely hate it, but and then they have to be on the internet talking yeah, about yeah. it and then there's going to be then there's going to be just the contrarians who hate it because everyone else yeah, loves exactly. it. Yeah, exactly. The
0: contrarians, man, they ruin everything. Um the other thing that I think just we need to do a better job of is not you and I specifically, everybody as a whole is accepting again that not everything is for you because I keep seeing these these comments that are saying like God like I tried so hard. I just I had a bad time. I you know played for 2 hours and bounced off. I really wish I could see what you guys are seeing in it. And I want to be like, Liz, "Maybe it's just not your game, dude. Like it's okay. Just let it go. Move on. And don't be so upset that other people are finding joy in it where you aren't." Right? That that's what Yeah. That's what I find so exactly. funny. It's like because it's making other people happy, it seems to rub some people the wrong way. And I'm like, well, "Why? Why do you care so much that somebody else <laughs> likes it when you don't?" when you don't like it right so move on (laughs)
1: anyways yeah agreed agreed Uh, and i i I actually got pretty upset with myself for getting uh, like early on for getting like so angry with the game when those like uh, like our our early telegram bitching sessions where we were like because we were still playing it like it was dark souls right yeah um, and there was a lot of negativity there. I don't like that that was my my first response to that. But I, I definitely agree with what you're saying. Like, sometimes that emotion just bleeds over into, like, a 20-part twist. Like it's like, just step away for a second. Yeah, yeah, I know. It's hard sometimes, though, right? Like, those, those emotions
0: in the moment can feel very important, <laughs> even though yeah. they absolutely are not.
2: Yeah. <laughs> And, and <laughs> yeah, like, again, yeah. it's it's not to. It, I
0: don't mean to like lump any criticism of games like here. You know, criticize away all you want. Um, you know, you can, you
1: can yeah, say valid uh, criticism, absolutely. But we're, yeah, we're talking about the emotional outburst. Yeah, and, and and the shitting
0: on other people for enjoying something you didn't like. Like just just give it a break. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. Yeah. Anyways. But yeah. It, it's. Uh, I think that's about all I want to say on Elden Ring for now. As a whole really impressed. Like I had a really good time for the most part. Special like special, is, is a word I use when I'm kind of talking about games I know are going to sit with me for a long time, and that really has applied to pretty much every Souls game I've played. They've all been special in their own way, and Elden Ring 100% meets that this-is-something-special benchmark for me. Um, what else do you want to say about uh, Elden Ring, John?
1: I actually still have quite a bit to oh, go Oh,
0: please. Over. Okay, go um, for it.
1: I wanted to go over things I just... I absolutely disliked.
0: Okay, let's do it.
1: <laughs> so I fucking John, while well, you do hate that. instant Sorry. death do, mechanics, do, oh, do that for, for a little bit.
0: Talk about things that you don't need me to react to. I'm going to have a very quick pee. Entertain the audience.
1: <laughs> okay, I, I want you to react though, so I'll just keep them. I'll keep them happy. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they're in for a treat. I'll be back. <laughs> <laughs> i i have nothing to talk about guys so we're just gonna we're just gonna sit here and we're gonna lament the fact that kyle ditched us and uh just waiting for him to pee or whatever he's doing he's got that old man bladder you know it's unfortunate so we're, we're just stuck. you're stuck with me now and you know nobody asked for that um yep 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 <laughs> I have nothing to talk about when he's not here. Um, Well, thanks for sticking around for an hour and 20 minutes so far. We've got a little bit more to go, and then we're going to wrap this up. I just want to bitch about some of the things that I didn't think were good in almost any way. Um, I just want Kyle to be here to react to this stuff. Tell me that he hates it, too, and that will validate me. (laughs) He's still not back. I have nothing else to say. You're, you guys are gonna you're gonna hear this whole thing. We're not gonna edit this out. This is this is a real podcast. <laughs> this is a real podcast where you get all the shitty, the shitty moments, raw.
0: <laughs> Did you do it, John? Were they entertained? <laughs>
1: Oh, I did a horrible. <laughs>
0: I can't wait till it's back. <laughs> I had a long. Team, you might sorry. wanna.
1: Yeah. I even told them like you're gonna you're getting this raw garbage contest. <laughs> Where else will you get this than the Branching Poth Padca- yeah, <laughs> Padcast? Branching
0: Poth podcast I like that. <laughs> All right, let's go. Let's unleash unleash your uh, unbridled rage at the masses.
1: Let's do it. Um, okay, so I, I fucking hate instant death mechanics. I still hate them, and I hate them here too. <laughs> so the the chariots yeah, yeah, and yeah. the damage that they do, I, I got so tired of those fucking things. Damn. And there's and and my next thing is about bugs. I'm going to talk about the, these guys a bit more there. So I'll just say their their damage scaling is stupid. Um, the other thing that pissed me off was death blight. The this game's version of the the like curse thing that the geckos and stuff do the meter builds up insanely fast and the gas sticks around for so long and it's it's just game over if you get trapped in a bad position yeah but it's not something i i died i died to i think twice but the the reason i put it on this list is i fought this crab enemy by the moat in Lindell that i had no idea had this ability Uh and i was absolutely bodying this thing Sticking up close, you know, rolling through the, the attacks and whatnot. When it started this water jet attack, that this was on my faith character, so he was pretty tanky. I figured I'm gonna just take this; it's gonna be fine. My guy's very survivable. No, it was a deathblight attack, and I was between his jaw and his uh, one of his claws. So e- even visually too, like the width of the water jet cone did not really look like it was touching yeah. me, but the 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 effect of building up the death blight got me in the end very quickly anyway um, even if i wanted to dodge i would have had to dodge away from him in like a straight line cuz you can't dodge through his claw and it would have been game over anyway right. so that that again those instant death things always just fucking they piss me off um, cuz it's such a, a swing from like the fight's going great for you to Game over, and you got to get back there. Yeah, I
0: mean, I just—I don't think it's—it's it's ever going to feel good, right? It's always going to suck.
1: They're, yeah, they've—they've they've never been fun. I don't enjoy that kind of I shit. I still don't. They, they
0: need to steer away, <laughs> away from it for sure. I wish they would.
1: So the next thing is bugs, and I'm generally pretty forgiving of this kind of thing, but when you have a game that is like the Soul series, the difficulty is just part of it right it's it's one of the selling points but when the punishment for death is that severe dying because of a bug is just all the more upsetting yeah. um and the chariots the most of my death to these guys is due to the way they clip through walls mm. when they rotate and the spikes on the sides of their wheels clip through the wall that you're hiding behind and it's an insta kill I'm, I'm just like <laughs> I don't even want to do this area anymore. Yeah, I know. Dude, those... <laughs> those I think there are,
0: there are three areas that I remember in the game that had the chariots. Maybe there's four. Uh, every single time, I, like, moaned out loud that I had to do that again. Those... They, they just... Right. Again, instant death chariots can suck my dick so hard.
1: It's a, it's a really poor... Uh, th- those areas are a really poor, like, trap-filled stand-in for, like, sense fortress. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> totally. Um... Another thing, I found this spot where you're supposed to die instantly when you fall, but th- this is actually more of a, it's almost kind of a cool thing. I just I thought it was fun to find, but I found this uh, bugged area where you're it's supposed to be insta death because going you, you can't do anything down there, and if you walk too far in, you do die. Okay. But I think they didn't they didn't put like the death hitbox uh, as it wasn't as large as it was supposed mm. to be. So I found out you could go down there, but uh, the it, it, it pissed me off a bit because the enemy corpse fell down there and landed on the floor, and it was giving off some light. So it's like, oh, there's actually somewhere down there I can go. <laughs> so I, I dropped down there, and when I realized it was an instant death thing and it was a bug, I lost 40 K. <laughs> oh, that hurt. Because I, I couldn't get back down, and they didn't spawn up where they were mm-hmm. supposed to be. Um, not not a big deal overall, just just kind of annoying. Um uh, I've also had a lot of issues summoning Torrent, where the whistle will go off. Yeah.
0: but he just doesn't come. Yeah, out. I had that a number of times too. Sometimes it seems like weird elevations um, are a problem, or like, yeah,
1: yeah, and it's it's not a huge deal, but it has put me in a shit position because I was relying on him to. Come yeah,
0: out of <laughs> yeah, you needed him then and there, not ten seconds later.
1: Yeah, it's uh, maybe there was some invisible trigger or something, but it's it's. Uh, yeah it wasn't great um what else so that's kind of it for bugs fall damage felt pretty inconsistent um i don't know how you felt about this but i I felt like fall damage was more predictable in the other games there's
0: a really great meme Um, online about this actually john where it shows like the fall damage and there's like a a big line for no damage a tiny little line for take some damage and then a huge line again for die (laughs) immediately (laughs)
1: That's actually that's how it feels. Yeah, it it is how it feels. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I I, I swear I've been killed by falls in dungeons that you would otherwise survive outside. Yeah, Um, and and maybe it's the lighting change and how that might mess with your depth perception or something. But yeah, the fall damage felt very wonky at times. If I I Um, ended up,
0: it happened to me a couple times too early on, and I ended up just deciding if I was ever unsure about a jump, I was going to drop a prism stone. And see if it chattered ch- okay. or not. But I agree that the fall
1: team is just super inconsistent. It also uh, it felt more consistent on Torrent, um, where you'd expect to survive because he's this giant, strong beast and you're just a man. <laughs> but he also just disintegrates when you touch the floor. <laughs> um, yeah, so it, it felt pretty wonky. Um, there was also just control clunk regarding spells and weapon arts, like revisiting the Soul series recently, and, and now because I, I was playing Dark Souls 3 before this, and you and I did Bloodborne before that. Um, I, I came away wishing the controls were better, like having dedicated buttons for what your left hand could do and what your right hand can do, right. um, like without having to intentionally assign no skill to something on the left, like your shield. Yeah rather than just being able to access things the way you want. Mm-hmm. Um, two-handing was a multi-button process now, with the way input delay is in these games can also feel kind of shit. Um, yeah, it's just like my character is holding two things active at once, a shield and a weapon. I want to access what those things can do without the clunk. Yeah.
0: Same with like the multiple spells um, and-, and stuff, right?
1: That was my next point. The spell cycling has—it's been a pain since day one. It's still a pain. It's, it's like bad. <laughs> an, an item wheel or something, or I, I was—I was talking about this with you a while ago. But I, I like the idea that you assign spells to staves, and then you have a reason to have multiple staves, yeah. like the way a melee character collects weapons to play with. Like you—you you would have some incentive to use something that isn't just the best thing all the time. yeah, yeah I know what you mean
0: this is actually an issue I found with this um, game just, just to piggyback on that because it's so true. long if you figure out your build like 30 hours in it's it's unlikely you're going to find something completely game changing for the rest of your 70 hours with the game you know what I mean right. like, so as soon as you lock in your build in this game it kind of trivializes the rewards now so any new item you find yes. is, is now just inherently less exciting because you're almost certainly not going to end up using it um I, I don't know that there's a way to fix that per se, uh, but it, it's a, it's like
1: well, a large a large part of that comes down to how scarce the upgrade items are. Like yes, it.
0: and oh so, yes, that was one other thing I didn't talk about. I wanted to thank you for saying that. There's too much variety in this game, and too little like it's ability to really actually play with those different weapon options because the upgrade materials are such a pain in the ass, right?
1: Yeah, and I think that has been adjusted through patches. But when we went through it the first time, we had the worst version of it yeah exactly
0: <laughs> now th- this has always been an issue in their games in my opinion i like bloodborne's a great example um it's fucking impossible to get bloodstone chunks like they're just so hard to get and farming them is super tedious and it just decent de-incentivizes you to, to try different stuff right
1: yeah like uh, when we were farming the gargoyles yeah it's it takes far it takes far too long
0: yeah it's a bit bad they, in my
1: opinion... You're not going to become, like, OP by experimenting
0: with a no, weapon. It, I don't know why they have to make it
1: such a, a tedious song, I kind
0: of wish uh, I wish that they do something like if you have a, you know, fully upgraded weapon, you can transfer that fully upgraded status to a different weapon, but it would take it off of the weapon you'd initially upgraded mm. at no cost, basically, or maybe whatever, just a rune's cost. And then if you decide to invest in another weapon and get it to plus 10, you can transfer those plus 10s or whatever to any other thing. That, that, to me, would be a way of, of you know, not, not letting you get too OP, but also letting yep. you still try different... Just Here's the thing that sucks to me most, right? You're, like, halfway through the game, your shit's super-powered up, and you get a new weapon you think might be good. But you can't really know until you've upgraded it close to where your current stuff is, right? But 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 <laughs> yeah, to right. do all that, to find out you don't really like it, or it's kind of shit, is such a bummer.
1: Um, yeah, so, so they should... Yeah, and those... Um... Those those I can't remember what they're even called, but the upgrade stones are not purchasable for so long exactly. unless you already know where the bells are and you beeline your way. Exactly. To it.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, even then, before the patches, they were extremely expensive. And and
0: like you know, some of them were very late game too. So
1: yeah. Oh yeah, I think one of the bells is from the freaking capital. So. Yeah. Good luck with that. Yeah. <laughs> um. That's that's pretty much it. The other thing was talking about Radon, but in the context of like the inconsistent damage swings. For example, I could survive on my tanky faith guy a lot of his melee attacks, but then I was still one-shot by his big gravity rock Yeah, thing. that's pretty butthole. Um, it, it felt like... Uh, well, another reason I don't care for that fight is... Um, the the like multiplayer issue you and I have talked about where when you're playing with a friend sometimes it's almost harder because who the enemy is targeting can seemingly change on a diamond. Yeah. It was like that with the summoned allies and like talking about that gravity rock thing. If they go down at just the wrong moment, even though you're he's he's completely facing the other way, so you're confident that you're you're fine. But he flips on a diamond and it comes for you instead. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so another the inconsistent damage swings, the the gimmick of that fight being the summon allies just it added up to a bad time for Yeah,
0: me. fair enough. The the um the way that they handle like aggro in that game is is kind of weird too cuz it's so reliant on most recent hit, right? So like oh, okay. even if somebody's done 70% of the boss's health, if you're the one that hit them last, they're very likely to target you. It's, it's very <laughs> abusable for some bosses. Like, my friend and I fought the Crucible Knight uh, in, in uh, Redmayne with that, that duo boss fight. And uh, we ended up just, one of us would get the aggro, he'd turn around, the other one would run up behind and do a jump attack, and then he'd turn around, and I'd come and do a jump attack. <laughs> so we called the, we called it the Crucible Knight, and then every time we fought a new boss, we'd be like, have you heard about the story of the Crucible Knight? You, you're about to get crucible knighted bitch Anyways, that was that was fun but but it is very like it, it, that's very gamey too right you kind of see that yeah, very plain as they but then it can be annoying because you know you happen to be you happen to hit him with one of your pot shot spells and you did that right as the game was deciding who to target with the giant meteor rock thing and then oh fuck you
1: yeah it's it's another one of those like you just said when the the, the gaminess bleeds through a bit and it's kind of kind of sucks you yeah, have the experience yeah. um that's that's it for my my bitching there um yeah I, I came away from elden ring thinking that i would enjoy it even more if it didn't have the levels and the stats interesting you know, the upgrades were maybe more minor but more regularly progressive um or like um the curve of like getting upgrade stuff and upgrading was more consistent yeah um consistently hard but like less surprising i it's funny like i'm basically talking about a more directed experience instead of the yeah yeah no i mean
0: (laughs) i i definitely see as much as i like this game i i it's not like it hasn't invalidated the other souls games you know what i mean like there's still value in that more directed experience
1: oh yeah for sure um yeah uh so what what do you want to get in like closing thoughts here
0: yeah, yeah I don't think I have a whole lot more to say. Is there anything else you want to say positive or negative about the game before we kind of end it?
1: Uh, I mean I still had a great time. The world is insane and my soul's fatigue um, you yeah, know it's not gonna stop me from playing the next one. <laughs> I just probably won't play this one for a while yeah I know <laughs>
0: that, that's how I feel too. It's like nothing quite scratches the itch like these games which is also why they're so fucking you know easy to indulge in when they do happen to come out. Um, but yeah I I do agree I'm I'm not well I don't know I have 150 hours in this game like it obviously it worked like it totally worked for me so I'm going to leave it at it was a lot of fun I had a lot of fun I'm glad that Miyazaki exists in this world and uh, I'm excited to see what they end up doing next Bloodborne 2 please
1: I I wish yeah I know (laughs) hey it's possible you never know. More more trick weapons. We need more trick yeah, weapons. Yeah, we do.
0: I, I bet you next year we'll get some sort of discussion about what they're working on next. Although, it just occurred to me, there's going to be fucking DLC for this game.
1: Do you intend to go back and visit that? I'm honestly not sure. If that came out in like three months i'm not sure i'd go back no no,
0: no. Yet. <laughs> i i think it'll be like i think it'll be a while i have a feeling it'll be like at least a year i think it was around that long for the other dlcs for the other games okay. i could be wrong but
1: yeah maybe maybe in a year's time I'll but be
0: but just think about that fact what if, if the dlc is even mildly large this already fucking huge game is only going to be huger that's insane how could there be more
1: you know i do i do have one last complaint okay. um And that is the fact that patches finished some of the quest lines that were unfinished when you and I played. Uh, They expanded on quest lines that were not fully fleshed out when the game came out, but there was no indication of that. So we also got an inferior experience in in that regard. And that, that does bother me. And I would, again, in hindsight, I would wait because there's shit I didn't get to see that was probably... Super cool, but it wasn't actually in the game. Fair enough.
0: I, I would say it's interesting. Yeah, that, that's a, that's a totally fair criticism. It doesn't bother me in this particular instance for me personally because every time I play a Souls game, I basically assume I'm going to miss all of the NPC interactions, anyways. Like, I'll, you know, I'll, I'll happen to get the ones that are that I get, but I'm never actually like scouring the world to find wherever they happen to spawn next because I just don't find that enjoyable, and I, I always rely on a wiki for that stuff. Um, so since since right. I was never kind of intending to, to aim to complete that on my first playthrough, anyways, I'm not bothered as much. But yeah, that that's definitely bullshit, <laughs> and not something I think they've done before, where they've fully like actually expanded quest lines.
1: Yeah, it, it felt like they had to hit the opening or like the launch deadline, and then you know this was like finishing the the game after it came out in, yeah. <laughs> in a sense. Oh, um, yeah, I wasn't wasn't a fan of that. But one more uh,
0: one more quick thing i think i ruined the fact that patches in this game for you right yes i'm sorry (laughs) uh that was actually a really standout moment for me because i found that cave and i went in there and i got to the boss and then i opened that chest and i heard that voice right the well 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 look at you you just want to steal it (laughs) and i was like holy fucking shit is this real and then when he jumped down and I was fighting patches, I was like, "Oh my!" Like, like it was, such, I had a fucking huge smile on my face. That was such a cool moment. And then when he surrenders, of course, and and you can let him live, and then he's a merchant. I, I was just very happy with a lot of stuff. That that was a really awesome, like once in a lifetime, video game moment that only they could do with their interesting, you know, just only they could do that with with the kind of shared history of me knowing about their previous franchises. It was it was really cool.
1: Yeah, it wasn't like a, a huge ruining. I mean. I, you you have to figure at this point patches is going to be in their their souls right. games so it wasn't like this this horrible uh, ruining thing but yeah I had no idea he was there or that he would end up fighting him yeah. so that that was pretty yeah. cool
0: that was a fun fun moment anyways good good game lots of cool awesome surprises play it if you if you have any inkling to do so at all um, yeah I don't know I, I'm not going to prescribe ways to enjoy the game just if you have any interest give it a shot and see if you like it that's it's pretty special. Um,
1: I would honestly say, if you're thinking about it, uh, maybe wait until the patches slow down because they've been coming out pretty regularly, um, and the game will only get more complete as they do. So, true. Maybe wait a few. Yeah,
0: there's def- yeah, definitely in a rush, and as we said, there's likely going to be DLC in the future too. So, it's always nice to, to right. have all that available to you at the at the time you play it, right? I think if I end up doing the DLC for this, which I almost certainly will, I think I'm going to end up using a character I've already made as opposed to making a new one this time i don't know we'll have to see that would go against all of my i know where you're coming from
1: <laughs> i know where you're coming from though because like we were saying that starting over in a game this size is like it's it feels way more daunting and kind of unfun you versus know what the other you know games. what it is about this too that i'm finding <laughs> frustrating
0: is i have a checklist that i feel i have to go through with all these npcs too I'm like, okay, I've yes. got to go get Blyde. I've got to go talk to Kali about the whistle thing, and then I've got to do this with this character. I gotta make sure I do that before this happens, or I'll miss it. I gotta do this with this character. Like, it's doing all that over and over again. like, oh fuck, I don't know if I even need to, right? You know what?
1: I will, go, I will go. Yeah, I will go as far as to say I, I kind of wish they would retire that aspect of all the super obtuse miss- me Okay, stuff.
0: yes, let's. Yes, yeah, this is the final thing we'll say. But yes, I agree. As, as like cool as it is to put so much missable content in the game there should be a much better way of directing you to the next npc encounter and tracking that stuff i think it's i think that's a very fair criticism of these games that stuff i just don't know if it's that charming anymore to to not notice the monkey who is a bush
1: (laughs) yeah you know what i'm fine with missables in that like i didn't look for it so i beat the game and before before i found this thing so i didn't get to find this thing but i mean like the weird obtuse cutoff points where yeah. suddenly Blythe is at the redman Castle because I crossed some invisible checkbox off yeah, yeah. or something. Agreed. Right? That crap I, I hate. I, I would rather you could it, like those quest lines will not progress until you you know take the time and go seek out the uh, the starting point or whatever. Yep, right? for sure. But like trying trying to find these these. Quests when they're moving targets as as you go through the game is really annoying.
0: yeah it, it's next to impossible right like you, you'll inevitably get a couple of them just because some are easier than others but some of them are fucking just straight up like impossible yeah
1: they're they're really obtuse <laughs> yeah uh yeah I think that's it for me um definitely play it my suggestion is you wait for patches to slow down but.
0: And he's referring to the character patches. He when when patches is patched to move slower, <laughs> that's when John will give you the green light to play the game.
1: He's completely broken. His move <laughs> speed is way too it's
0: too high. That's <laughs> John. We didn't talk about. it. That's actually his number one gripe of the game. Patches moves too quickly, and it needs to be patched. Um,
1: Somehow this version of patches discovered cocaine, <laughs> <laughs>
0: and he sells it too. Um, yeah, Elden Ring. We we took like a three month break to fucking. Wait for this game, play this game for two months, and then here we are, we did it. Uh, I, I think we're going to aim... And I'm sure the rust shows. Yeah, <laughs> I think we're going to aim to uh, to be a little bit more regular again. Um, not the bi-weekly schedule we had initially. That was just proving to be a bit too much with all the stuff we've got going on. But um, probably within the next month or so. Whenever we happen to have a podcast, you'll see it in your feed. Um, next time, I think we're gonna, I've got some stuff to talk about for next time. I've, I have the new Kirby game. And uh, Triangle Strategy as well, both proving to be pretty solid, so I'll hopefully have more to say when we talk next about those. Uh, I also bought a Super Famicom, a, a real-life Japanese Super Nintendo, and I've got some old uh, Japanese SNES RPGs that I'm planning to play as part of my Japanese language learning, so I'll talk about that probably some next time too. And my adventures in trying to Sweet. hook up old old, uh, old hardware to, to new hardware, and what I'm using for that, so.
1: <laughs> Sounds cool. good.
0: Cool. Um, all right. Anything else we're going to say before I cut you off?
1: That's it. Thanks for listening, everybody. Okay,
0: that has been the Dick Munch and Clitlicker John. I'm Kyle. We will talk <laughs> at you guys very soon.
1: Why are we friends? Bye. <laughs> Bye.
0: Thank you for listening to the Branching Path Podcast. Check us out on Twitter at BranchPathPod or just search Branching Path Podcast. Check out our subreddit at reddit.com slash r slash Branching Path Podcast. You can find the podcast on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, and on our RSS website, which is rss.com slash branchingpathpodcast.
2: Thanks again for listening. Take care.